Hi guys, I'm really glad to be here. Um, like they said, my name is Chelsea Eilers and I'm a senior social work major here at UNI. Um, this is my last semester of classes before I do my internship in the fall. Only 72 days till graduation, but who's counting? Um, some things that you should know about me, I am from Grimes, Iowa. I have two older siblings. I am an Enneagram type nine and I really love babies, like a lot. Um, I was so incredibly blessed to grow up in a house where Jesus was the center. He is the center of my parents' marriage. He was talked about at home, and I do not remember a time when I did not believe that Jesus was my savior and my friend. I went to Sunday school, youth group, went on mission trips, and to Riverside Bible Camp as a kid. In all these places, I learned so much about God and who he is and how he has worked in people's lives since the beginning of time. I went to Riverside as a camper since I was in the third grade. But in seventh grade, I think this was the time and place that Jesus became alive, and not just a story that was told, but a story that is still being written through each of our lives, including mine. After being a camper for many years, I worked at Riverside the summer before my freshman year of college. This was honestly a dream come true. I had always looked up to the camp counselors growing up, and I thought they were so dang cool. I grew more than I could have ever imagined in those three short months. I grew not only spiritually, but in my confidence and in my joy in the Lord. I met some of my best friends and ended the summer so excited for college. I went to Warburg College my freshman year with a lot of expectation that I would, I would love college as much as I loved high school. In high school, I was blessed with friends that loved me and cared about me a lot, and I was also involved in a lot of different activities that brought me life. I wanted that to happen at Warburg, but I soon found it very difficult to find my people. I met a lot of people, but did not feel like I fit in anywhere. I became lonely and wished for the summer to roll around so I could experience God in the same ways again at Riverside. I forgot that my God is not dependent on my feelings. He is constant and never changing. I wanted so badly to experience God and feel him around me again. I began questioning what I believed and why I believed it. This was the start of a long road of anxiety. I wished for camp to come sooner, and you know what? When it finally did roll around, it was as amazing as I remembered. Jesus met me there. I experienced him in new and powerful ways, just like the summer before. I transferred to UNI my sophomore year in hopes that I would find my people. A lot of my friends at camp also went to UNI, so I thought it was a given that it would be just like camp, where I would be at an all-time high all of the time and that I wouldn't feel lonely. Ha. The stress of school, the thief of comparison, and not feeling satisfied in friendships built up again, and I felt lonely, sad, and anxious all over again. I was frustrated with myself that I couldn't figure this out, because other people could. I saw that they had figured out how to be happy and satisfied back at school. Why couldn't I figure that out? This cycle of longing to go back to camp repeated a couple more times. One of the things that got me through the spring semesters was the fact that I knew once I got to camp, I would feel happy. I would feel as if I had a purpose. I would feel like I was good at my job and needed in different ways. I would meet Jesus there once again. Don't get me wrong, I have found some really amazing people here at UNI, 
and I've experienced God in so many different ways here. Camp just feels different to me. This past summer, during my quiet times, I read a lot of the book of Exodus. I didn't really realize how often I was reading it, but God continued to point me back to it. Exodus is a book about the Israelites, God's chosen people, and they had been enslaved by the Egyptians for 700 years, and God used Moses to free them. I realized that I'm so much like the Israelites. They're kind of dumb. I mean, really, God provided for them over and over and over again. Yet, they still doubted that he was with them and that he cared not only for them as a whole, but for the individual person. God liberated them from Pharaoh and from the Egyptians, yet they still questioned, they still grumbled, and they still got distracted. At the beginning of Exodus chapter 15, we find the Israelites on a spiritual high. It says they sang songs to the Lord. God had just saved them from the hand of the Egyptians by parting the Red Sea and letting the Israelites walk right through it. This was me. Literally, after every summer I spent at camp, I was on a spiritual high. I think many of us feel similarly after we have come back from Jamaica or Haiti or the Passion Conference or even a Thursday night here at BASIC. We all have probably experienced some sort of spiritual high at one or more points in our lives. When we are on a spiritual high, we just want that feeling to continue. Those are, mo are moments that we get to cling to, and they are such a gift. It is the closest thing to heaven we will get earth side. The Israelites were confident in God after he split the Red Sea, and I can imagine they felt safe from all danger in those moments. Then, in verse 22, it says that they entered the wilderness of Shur. Chapter 15, verses 22 through 24 say, Then Moses led the Israelites from the Red Sea, and they went into the desert. For three days they traveled in the desert without finding water. When they came to Marah, they could not drink its water because it was bitter. So the people grumbled against Moses, saying, What are we to drink? The wilderness was dry and probably wasn't the most exciting place to be walking through, but they had to go through the wilderness to get to where God had intended for them to go. The scripture says that they had not had water for three days. Now, I don't know about you, but I think I would be pretty dang grouchy and doubtful that the God who had just parted the Red Sea was actually with me in the wilderness as I was dying of thirst. The Israelites were worried for good reason. They were valid in their feelings. They could not see a solution for their thirst, and it makes sense that they would be scared. They forgot to trust in the God who had already proven that he is bigger than water. He had already split the Red Sea and freed them from slavery, but their minds were preoccupied with worry. I've done this over and over again. I experienced God in very real ways at camp, and I felt so close to my Heavenly Father. I saw glimpses of the kingdom here on earth. Then I have gone back to school and have forgotten that my God goes with me. The Israelites walked through the wilderness and felt alone and thirsty. I felt this loneliness, too, that led to frustration and anxiety. I forgot to look for the ways that God was working in my life and began to doubt my relationship with him and the way he loves his kids. It did not take long for the Israelites to forget what God has done and what God is capable of doing. And that's the same for me too. 
In verses 25 through 27, it says, Then Moses cried out to the Lord, and the Lord showed him a piece of, a piece of wood. He threw it into the water, and the water became fit to drink. There, the Lord issued a ruling and instruction for them to put them to the test. He said, If you listen carefully to the Lord your God and do what is right in his eyes, if you pay attention to his commands and keep all his decrees, I will not bring on you any of the diseases I brought on the Egyptians, for I am the Lord who heals you. Then they came to Elim, where there were 12 springs and 70 palm trees, and they camped there near the water. God provided for the Israelites. Despite their grumbling, despite their doubt, and their ignorance to the magnitude of God's love and power over their situation. I would be lying to you if I stood up here and told you that I've completely learned this lesson, that I now no longer worry or sometimes forget that our God is not dependent on my feelings. Thank goodness. <laughs> I still get anxious and lonely at times. I still doubt when I feel as if I am in the desert. I still long to be at camp and to experience Jesus' presence there. However, I have learned to look a little more closely for the work that God is doing in the mundane, everyday life. I'm not going back to camp this summer, and honestly, that scares me. It has been home for me the past four summers, and I don't really know what this summer will bring. However, I am confident that God will show up. It might look different than what I'm used to, but he will be there. <laughs>